All right, Paisans. That's what we call the listeners. They're Paisans. You're an official Paisan today. Um, You're in for such a treat. You're about to have your minds blown with knowledge on all of the secret, obscure, crazy, delicious things (laughs) that Los Angeles has to offer on top of learning a lot of other stuff, I'm sure. Uh, My guest today is a writer and a photographer, and his stuff has been featured in Time Out, Thrillist, NBC California Live. He is the managing editor of Cheapism.com. I'm going to ask you so many tips on that. Uh, His first book is called 100 Things to Do in LA Before You Die. His latest book is called Secret Los Angeles, A Guide to the Weird, Wonderful, and obscure but my favorite thing about him is his instagram is a total food flex uh welcome to where should we eat danny jensen thank you jacqueline happy to be here oh my gosh thank you for coming i am interrupting his sunday fun day it's all good happy this is this is part of the fun day exactly yeah. i i forced a high noon on him yeah um this yeah, is not to my arm i know right, right real tough <laughs> we did it um there are so many things I want to ask you, and I have to. I have to shout out our mutual friend who recommended you. Um, what up, Fave? I call him Fave, by the nice. way. Uh, like he it. and I met in acting class at Studio Dante in New York. It feels like it was twenty years ago. Um, and you actually met him acting, also. Uh, That's right, Stephen Dunayer. Thank you so much for, I guess, introducing us virtually. Yeah. Yeah, worked. Right? Yeah, he and I used to do a little Shakespeare and the amphitheater and Martha's Vineyard, and oh my gosh, that's a lot so of fun. I mean, he also—I I should shout this out because it is the network we're on. He is one of the co-founders of Connected Podcast Network. Um, Danny, how are you doing? Give uh, us give us the scoop on like your typical LA Sunday, like the best day in LA on sure. a Sunday. Like, what would you do? Well. Uh, Always action packed. I feel like, uh, you know, my wife and I always say we fit more into a day than some people do just like a whole month. Oh, so, yes, uh, at least we try. And um, there's just, yeah, there's just so much to do. So, uh, you know, it could be, I mean, I like to make breakfast a lot, kind of a lazy Sunday morning. Okay. Um, just to, to get us started. But, um, but otherwise, I would head out and we would go uh, maybe to a museum um, and think like, or um, Descanso Gardens is a really fun okay. spot we love to check out. I don't even know what that is. What is so, that? Uh, yeah, so it's great. So Lacanada, Flint Ridge, sort of like northeastern L.A. And um, it's a botanical garden. Uh, just really beautiful place to wander around. And they'll do, um, like we went uh, just recently and they had the cherry blossoms in bloom and tulips. And it was just stunning. Um, so a great place and they'll do events there and, and fun things. Um, we also, I also proposed to my wife there. Oh, so okay. a little extra, <laughs> little, uh, yeah, strong tie there, but, oh God, um, I love but that. yeah, we just love kind of doing things like that, like outdoors, like, um, going to explore. Um, I'm just trying to think of like some fun sort of somewhat rant, you know, things we're not like doing this every weekend. Yeah, um, you're but, not. uh, <laughs> we went, um, uh, I think it's called falconing. Okay. Um, so the, my wife found this guy, um, his company is called Hawk on hand oh my God. and we were able to go out and have these Hawks, uh, on our arm. And then they would fly out. Like the trainer would sort of have them fly out into the trees and fly back to our wrist and we would feed them, um, giant owl as well. No. And, amazing. No, no, come on. <laughs> 
you know, I know it might be a little intimidating, a little daunting, but it is so worth it. I mean, it's just really? like you're, you're spellbound when you, when you see them. It's not terrifying. No, no. And <gasps> My... you know, he works you up to it. Like, cause he does a lot of educational work and he does, okay. um, uh, he actually helps keep, uh, birds away from like public buildings. So like, like yeah, things things you're like I never thought about that, I didn't but know like that was a job. Santa Monica, you know the by the um, the mall there, like okay. he'll he'll like come in, they'll hire him to like scare off scare pigeons off the birds. and whatever. Yeah, I needed him this weekend. I was in Florida and I felt like a pelican was going to crash into my head every oh. five minutes in the ocean. Yeah. So I could have used his work. My totally. my biggest fear in life are like wildlife flying at my head. So, All right, so maybe, but this may be something you exactly. can kind of overcome. Yeah, overcome yeah. it. Yes, we are gonna go hawk arm arming. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Um, um, yeah. So the reason why we say where should we eat? My love language is menus and restaurants, and it just sparks joy for me. And I feel like it sparks joy for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm gonna do like a rapid fire question round with you. Sure, bring it on. But before we get to it, I do want to know, Danny, out of anywhere in the world you've been, where should we go eat? Well, I would say uh, since, you know, for here in L.A., um, I would definitely recommend going to Musso and Frank Grill. Oh, my God. It's a classic. Have you been? It's one of my absolute favorite places in Los Angeles. Perfect. The fact that their meatballs have little like mozzarella oh, in yeah. them, that's chef's kiss for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah, love going there. Um, Got to get the martini with the cute little carafe next to it. Yes. The sidecar. Comes with the sidecar. God. Uh, you know, do a little pork chop there or steak. That's your uh, spot. Just a classic spot. Um, yeah. And I'd say a fun tip, like, you know, you gotta, if you can get a reservation, fantastic. You plan it out and head. If you don't, try to go right when they open and mm. see if you can score a spot right up at the the bar or the um the counter there right when you walk in. The bar there makes me feel like I'm in The Shining. Right. You know when like Jack Nicholson is like at the bar? Totally. <laughs> that like yeah. whenever I sit at that bar it just takes me back to like another era in yeah. Hollywood. Transports you for sure. Yes. And yeah. I, I feel like 90% of the reason why I like the Kaminsky method is because like most of it took place inside of Musso and Frank's. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you haven't been there and you see it like you'll recognize it from like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood oh. and Mad Men and there's countless others. So many things. Yeah. Okay. We will get to why you actually are an expert on so many things. Sure. But uh, before we do that, I am going to, because, I mean, you have two books out basically about Los Angeles. Right. So I'm just going to rapid fire ask you and we'll see what you have to say. Okay. Right. Danny, where is the best donut in LA that you've had? Oh, best donut, I would say, if, you, if you're looking for a classic donut, old school Primo's Donuts. Ooh. Um, so it's nearest... Uh, in uh in west la um i believe it's on sawtell but don't quote me on that okay. um and uh it's, it's just a classic spot and uh you gotta get like the the buttermilk donut uh for sure and then they have other just like you know jelly donuts and all the good stuff i forgot to tell you guys you're gonna be really hungry after this episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay best craft beer brewery in la oh that is a tough one right. i have to say you know in the time that i've been writing here it's mm. like we went from having, well, say one Angel City Brewery yeah. to just dozens and dozens and dozens. Um, so sometimes it's a tough call. But I like going to places that have kind of like their own specialty. Um, so a fun one, if you like 
kind of like English style ales, like cask conditioned ales. Ooh. If you go to McLeod's in uh, in Van Nuys, um, so they do these cask conditioned ales, oh and gosh. like you know, if you like, if you're a fan of like a Guinness or you know any of I am. Like, I'm going go. to the Guinness factory. Nice, excellent. It's in amazing. July, I studied in Ireland for a, a semester. Okay, I'm so. going to Kilkia and Dublin. Beautiful. Where did you study? Uh, University College Dublin. Oh, <laughs> you're like uh, in Dublin. Yeah. 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 It's funny. It's like right outside of Dublin, but you know, it's, it's close enough. Okay. So. Where do I need to go there? Oh man. I don't know. I feel like we have another, I have to have a, a Dublin segment. I know. Brain uh, shift. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's all right. Um, <laughs> we but can in the meantime, back. go to McLeod, uh, go to McLeod's and then, um, other favorite spots, um, Monkish is really great for like Belgian style ales and uh, Phantom Carriage if you like sort of funky sour beers. I mean, I just like the name of that Phantom yeah. Carriage. It's funny. It's a whole like spooky kind <gasps> of uh, if you're into Halloween, like yes. they show like classic horror movies and everything is themed that way. It's great. Wait, that's so cool. Yeah. Where is that? Uh, Phantom Carriage in the South Bay. Okay. Um, so yeah. There's a bunch of bunch of great breweries down there. Love that. Okay. Best Italian in Los Angeles. Ah, yes. from the Jersey Girl. Yes. Huh. <laughs> so um, there are quite a few, um, but one of our sort of like newer, I guess, that has been a, a favorite is um, Rosso Blue, oh. um, which is down in the Arts District. Um, so really fantastic. Um they do kind of um, like Northern Italian. Um, so it's sort of um, uh, like Bolognese is the specialty. My and, favorite. You know, just okay. hearty goodness. That's amazing. Yeah. I have to try it out. See, I love, that's what I love about doing this is because I had no idea that existed. Right. Yeah. Yes. Nope. Rosso Blue. Okay. Best pizza in LA. Ooh, yeah. Um, so... As of late, some recent favorites, uh, Pizzana, which is Brentwood, really good. Um, if you're looking for like an unfussy, just tasty pie, um, DeSano Pizzeria, which is like kind of East Hollywood, um, but just like a, a big space and casual and fun and, and it's nice. I feel like you you posted, was it Verdugo Pizza or like a friend yes. of yours was doing like a pop-up? Thank you for helping me shout out <laughs> my good friend, Jesse Fox Cheney. Um, yeah, his, uh, his pizza pop-up. Um, yeah, he's doing a Verdugo bar okay. uh, over there, like Glassell Park and uh, um, towards Eagle Rock. And um, really delicious pies. Uh, he grew up in New York on the Lower East Side. Um, so he knows his stuff and, yeah. um, yeah, he's just been working, worked like at a, another pizzeria, kind of honing his craft. And, um, now he's launching out with, uh, with his own, his own pop-up. So weekends there. Weekends there. Yeah. All right. I love that. Also shout out to Elbow Room. I worked there and their pizzas nice. are phenomenal. And the owner Lee, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Lee. Uh, best burger in LA. This is, whew. Whew. there are a lot of options, right? guys. My goodness. So um, many. Whew. Do you think we need to like break it into categories? Because I feel like it's like smash burger, plant-based right. burger, regular burger. Like what? Oh, there's so many. That is true. Yeah. I feel like, goodness. Um, of course, now I'm like drawing a blank. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> I, uh, I'll talk. Uh, murder, she, no. 
burger she wrote is a new place that I've been wanting to try. It's Smash Burgers. It's right on Beverly. I've already tried to go once and the line was so long I gave up, but also my bad because I went on a Saturday at like seven o'clock at night. Right. Um, But I've never had a Smash Burger. Have you? I have. Yeah. They're delicious. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Smash Burger? Oh, man. He's not a burger fan, guys. It's I'm fine. I'm not like a crazy <laughs> burger. I have to yeah. say, like, I enjoy them for sure. Don't worry. We have a million other questions. Yeah. Best yeah, ramen we'll in circle LA. Back we'll circle back. Yeah. Do you have a ramen fave? I'm not a ramen person. I'm asking this for the paisans. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I would say um, one of my, you know, one of the ones that we've really enjoyed is actually Silver Lake Ramen, mm-hmm. um, in part because they're, uh, their veggie ramen is exceptional. Okay. Um, so I eat everything, uh, but my wife is vegetarian and they have just a great mushroom broth. That's really like, you could just give it to a meat eater and they would be totally happy. Love. Um, cool. so that is a great spot. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there. Okay. Yeah. Now I have to ask this because like you're from the East coast, Northeast, mm-hmm. the best lobster roll oh, in LA. Man. You're allowed to say nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it is tough. Um, I used, I mean, goodness, there used to be a place that has since closed. So I can't recommend you that. Um, RIP place that used to have good lobster rolls. Right. So, well, there's Connie and Ted. Connie and Ted's, yeah, right at the base of our block. I would block. say that, yeah. The other place goes, so yeah, let's Do go with like Connie and Ted's. Hot, hot butter, or Daddy or your Connecticut no. hot butter. <laughs> no, that's my favorite. It's gotta be mayo. No, mayo. I mean, I can't, I can't argue with butter. I mean, come on. I know. It yeah. just, I mean, I just love butter on anything. We actually Malibu. I think it's Malibu seafood mm. in the. Um, the Malibu country mart or yard or oh, okay, whatever yeah. Yeah. that like during the pandemic, they had the drive through and you would just like get, that was like the biggest outing for oh, us. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was a lot during the, I guess we're still in the pandemic. I don't know. If we are talking seafood. Yeah. I would recommend, uh, the Jolly Oyster. Ooh. So if you're, you know, in town, um, you can go to Culver city and citizen public market mm-hmm. is kind of a new like food hall, like kind of a smaller food hall and they've got like a bar on the roof and all that but the jolly oyster is mainly based up in ventura okay um so if you if you can go up there you have ventura beach yeah and they've got two trucks uh two food trucks one is like the raw bar and they've got oysters by the dozen and clams and then the other one is like the prepared you know you get like sort of baked oysters and whatever else mm-hmm. um you can bring uh, beer and wine because it's like on Ventura beaches. You oh, can do no that. Cares. <laughs> so um, that's just like and rent bikes and cruise around the the beach there. And I feel like that's like a great place to go on your way home from like Solvang. Totally. Oh my god, we just came back from Solvang. It's weird. It's like ago. I knew that. Right. <laughs> Wait, um, I want to know because I just went there. I want to oh, nice. know about your trip in Solvang. What can you recommend to the Paisans? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, Solvang, uh, for those who are not familiar with it, is a, uh, a Danish-themed town in uh, the San Inez Valley. Um, and it is a great place. It's, you know, kind of a bit kitschy in uh-huh. some respects. Um, yes. But yes. Uh, it's like, you know, the Danish architecture and everything. I'm, my last name is Jensen. I've uh, Danish heritage. So, uh, some of the people there, you'll see my name 
here and there. Oh my God, um, right. Yeah, like Jensen Square. And, you do own yeah. Solvang. Yeah. I, I am totally. sitting next to the heir of Solvang. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's really fun. Um, and I think like a lot of people, maybe if they knew it in the past, maybe wrote it off as sort of touristy, but mm-hmm. um, there's some really delicious restaurants there and newer, newer spots to check out. Um, so Peasant's Feast uh, is a fantastic restaurant, husband-wife duo. Um, they just opened up Peasant's Deli across the street and just like phenomenal sandwiches. Um, and they're Italian the, the last time and it was amazing. Okay, so that's really good to know because we had a great time in Solvang, mm-hmm. but I would never go there for the food. So you got to know where to go. Exactly. You okay. got to talk to me. Yes. And tell, I'll tell you. So yeah, so that would be like the, the great spot to go. Peasant's um, Feast. Peasant's Feast. And then you also have to go to High Roller Tiki Lounge which is a cool tiki bar. It used to be kind of like a hidden sort of speakeasy style, um, but now they've it was so popular it's expanded and it's just like this amazing tiki bar, wine-based tiki drinks. Yes, I did so learn unique. that. I didn't. I was like, why am I not feeling this? Right, yeah, yeah. You can have a few more <laughs> yeah. than usual No, it spot. is cool. And like there's an upstairs also that kind of seems like a private... Yeah, so what they did is actually reversed what their initial concept was. They originally had this sort of like pinup themed mm-hmm. uh, wine tasting room. Um, there's a lot of tasting rooms and, and solving. And um, and then they had the tiki bar in the back. Yeah. And then, you know, they're like, well, this is really happening for us. So they moved to another spot, expanded, but they kept that little upstairs as sort of a, I guess, a tribute to their their classic spot. Yeah. If just picture like there's all these like pinup posters and artwork and then like a bunch of like swingers memorabilia. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> totally. So that, that vibe, yeah. and, you know, but I love a tiki moment. Actually, I wanted to ask you, you, you have posted tiki teas. Yes. And I wanted to know which do you actually think is a better tiki bar, tiki teas or tiki no. Oh, uh, I mean, I think my heart's with Tiki Tea. Um, mm. I enjoy Tiki No. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Tiki Tea isn't a legend. Like, it's just an old school spot. Um, really, like, one of the first. I mean, there's sort of no longer the, at least here, the Trader Vicks and, and some of the, the real OG ones. But um, yeah. uh, Don the Beachcomber. But, like, um, but it's been there since like, 63, 61. Check my Instagram. Uh- um, but, um <laughs> It's uh, it's tiny, so you got to get there early. It's just like very, you tiny. know, yeah, half dozen stools at the bar, and um, they open kind of whenever they whenever want. They so want. like, don't be sad if you go. You know, like have a plan B uh, <laughs> if they happen to be closed like a Saturday night. Um, but if you can get in there, like it's just great and uh, just a lot of fun. And they'll, you know, there's a lot of like chanting when they pour certain drinks and yes. and all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, I I think that's like. Uh, boss level when you're just like i'm not opening tonight right and yeah it's family just, around joint and they're like yeah we're, we're not good. feeling it yeah. <laughs> i love that i love a pina colada i love anything tiki related okay bay cities or giata uh i i think bay cities i just stick with the classic I mean, I am going to disagree with you because Giata is from Montclair, New Jersey. That's fine. But I will say Bay Cities is, it is a classic and it's more of like a market. You can get so much more there. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I feel part of the experience and you got to stock up on like things you really didn't know you needed. like 100%. I never leave with anything I went in for. In um, fact, we did that just yesterday. Went to another spot, Sorrento's Italian Market, um, which is over by a sort of towards Marina del Rey ish. Um, 
and it's uh, just an old school spot and they uh, do sandwiches, but then you also have the Italian goods and just everything. Uh, yeah. It's great. I'm going to do an entire episode just rating the fresh mozzarella oh, in LA. Nice. Yeah. It's hard to find it. Invited back for that. Yeah, (laughs) we're gonna do a fresh mozzarella tour in Los Angeles. I love it. Taste test. It'll probably be very short because no one believes in dairy here. Um. (laughs) There used to be. I don't think it's around anymore. But it was like an Italian. It was a like an Italian restaurant chain or whatever that came here and opened up. But I think they've since closed. It was like Uovo or Uovo. Yeah, I right? I think it's close. Yeah. Oh gosh, guys, don't. But go it was there. like they had like all. It was like mozzarella extravaganza. Just all the things. Yeah. Okay. Dodger dogs or Pink's hot dogs? Ooh, tough call. I know it's really tough. Um, I guess you know Dodger dogs. You go, yeah, go to the game, and it's, it's the whole thing. again the whole experience. I feel like Pink's hot dogs are underrated. Yeah, I mean. It's funny. I almost pulled over there the other day, um, but I wound up going to Mister Charlie's. Ooh, what's this that? Pop up. So Ooh, the vegan McDonald's. Yeah. So they do like a whole yeah a little McDonald's riff, but yeah, everything vegan. What? Um, I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta try it. Um, Survey says good, good, worth it. I mean, like if you're if you're vegetarian and you're like craving that fix from McDonald's, you haven't had it in years or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah I think it hits the spot. You know, they do the impossible burger. Okay. Um, the fries are solid. I mean, you know, and you get a little box, a little Happy Meal style. It's adorable. Yeah. It's Instagram. It's fun. Yeah. Like, you know, not craving going back there every week, but yeah, yeah it's worth fun. checking out. Lower, lower cholesterol for you. There it's, you go. You yeah. Know, Everybody it's healthy. wins. Everyone wins. Yeah. It's all good. Um, I want to know, uh, why you even started doing all these like hundred best places? Like, where did this all come from? You're a guy from Boston. Sure, yeah. Like, well, how did you get LA. here? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, if yeah, we'll take it back. Grew up, uh, grew up Boston. Uh, lived in New York for a while. Lived in Brooklyn, and I was um, pursuing acting there. So, like as we mentioned with with Steve and um, Shakespeare, did a lot of Shakespeare and uh, theater around there. And then um, came out to L.A. as one does and uh, did some more, you know, film and, and TV and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I started writing as a day job. So I started writing for um, a variety of sites initially about sort of more like political things. So more like uh, food politics. Um, oh, food like politics. climate change, okay. uh, the environment, things like that. Yeah. And then... I mean, my dad went to D.C. to fight for like cheese tariffs. Oh, wow. Um, there you go. So I get so it. So you are, yeah, sometimes people, I say food politics, be like, what do you mean? But like, yeah. but you get it. Yeah. So I didn't realize that was a thing until like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a lot behind the food we eat. So, um, yeah. So I did that. And then I... Um, answered an ad in Craigslist Mm -hmm. for a food tour guide. (gasps) I was like, you know, this sounds about right. It was like looking for the next, you know, Anthony Bourdain. I was like, all right, sign me up. Um, So this company is Six Taste and they're still around, still doing the tours. And I um, just, I became the the Hollywood tour guide. So with the acting background and the the love of food, um, I would take people around to five or six restaurants and we would sample food at each place. And then I'd tell them about, you know, the history of the restaurant, the history of the neighborhood. And then I did it for a bunch of other, I did like the Santa Monica tour and which we had the Bay City's Deli uh, 
That must have been a shit show. Um, Bringing like a whole so group. That, yeah, that, <laughs> no. I had to, that I'd have to pick up before the tour. And in a cooler, I would bring it to them. Okay. Yeah, like, there was no way I was bringing a crowd in there. Um, but uh, yeah, and then we you know, downtown, Arts District. Um, so yeah, do them all over. So that kind of is like the step that brought together my my writing and like writing about local food. And, um, and from would you there, pick out the places or like, how did that yeah, go? Yeah. So I helped develop the, the tour and then, um, then, you know, like if places, you know, sometimes we'd swap places out or we do private tours. And, and so, yeah, I'd help do the, that on the ground development. I mean, should we do a, where should we eat tour? Yeah, <laughs> totally. I love it. I feel like we yeah. need to do that. Right. Um, so yeah, so that was sort of like the big turning point. And then I started writing for Thrill List and Time Out and all the uh, Which, local publications. That's like the elite. For me, whenever I'm looking up food or like yeah. where to go or what's hot, what's new, I am looking up on Thrillist and Time Out. Like yeah. I feel like you guys have the best lists of everything. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's been a lot of fun uh, writing for them. And like, I don't know if this comes off sounding weird, but like sometimes I'll be looking up things, you know, where to go eat or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I wrote this article, you know, a couple of years ago. <laughs> uh it's yeah that's actually funny i was gonna ask you like now as opposed to like i don't know five years ago like how has the restaurant like landscape changed for you when it comes to like writing i know that's like a huge loaded question sure yeah break it up into categories but when you first started i feel like it wasn't as much of like a foodie town as it is now right yeah i definitely saw some of the evolution of like LA what do they got you know what's there they and don't then like, eat there yeah and then um yeah like it's all it's all smoothies and whatever but um but no it's like the the pace just picked up quite quickly like it was so I started that 12 years ago okay. um and um you know I remember like my editor from Thrillist Jeff Miller um he would talk about you know cause he grew up here and had been uh, with thrillers for a while, he was like, it used to be a struggle to find like one restaurant to write about each week, like a new opening that was like worth, you know, uh, the worth writing about. Yeah. And then it was just like, boom, every day you'd hear something new opening up. And then like with the food trucks and everything, like it just went crazy. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's been wild. I mean, even, you know, and then of course the pandemic has been, so hard with places closing and opening and um it's hard to even keep track uh yeah but um but it's good you know i like to uh, i'm always down to like check out new new places but i also like kind of trying to revisit and find like the old school spots and Uh ones that that aren't as maybe trendy or don't like have the pr team behind them to for me that's like what's cool yeah. Is like the older spots that are kind of like hidden gems. Totally. You yeah, know. Absolutely. So I want to pull back the curtain on like what you do when it comes to like Thrillist or Time Out and going to these places. Because I feel like we all read these articles. But right. we're like, like, do you just go there? Do they know you're coming? Like, take us behind the scenes of like what you actually do when it comes to writing these articles. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when I was doing more of the more of Thrillist, um, you know, like in some cases, if it was a like a big, you know, big restaurant opening and the PR or whatever, sometimes they would do media dinners. Um, so they would invite, you know, either just me to go and check it out or um, they would have a bunch of writers come and they would just do like a special dinner. Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, that was always a trip. I mean, you, you have to go into it realizing like they know who you are. So it's like, yeah. you're They're not getting the everyday experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's fun. And, you know, so, um, so you take it with a grain of salt, but you know, a lot of it was like, you know, I'm not there to critique in the sense of like, you know, how was this, you know, the silverware laid out or, you know, like sort of that kind of thing. It's more yeah. like, is this place great? Is the food delicious? Like, what's the environment, like, uh, the you know, atmosphere like? Um, and then, but then, you know, beyond those, like it was, it's really just me exploring. Like, that's what has been so amazing about all this writing is it's like, I had this natural inclination to just explore places and like mm. kind of look for those hidden gems. Um, so I'm always like, when I'm driving, I'm like head in a swivel, like, Oh, what's that? What's that place? Like in the strip mall, like, you know, and go, oh my gosh. check that out. I want to like, be a food detective with you. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> um, so yeah. So then that kind of experience, like they don't know, you know, they're not like announcing myself. I am a food writer and yeah. coming in. So I just, you know, go in, check it out. And, you know, I might like get to chatting with the the folks, which is something I always enjoy doing talking to strangers so totally um yeah i feel like you have like a disarming vibe like i would want to like have you at the restaurant i would want to chat it up with you like i i feel like that's perfect for you thank you uh you're you're welcome <laughs> um so let's get down to business i want to know about your books you have yes. a new one that just came out yes and i want to know secret it's Secret Los Angeles, a guide to weird, wonderful, and obscure. Can yes. you tell the paisans about it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so maybe I'll help to, I'll just frame the first book, okay. uh, 100 Things to Do in LA Before You Die. Um, I was approached by the publisher um, because I had worked with the initial writer of it on another project. Mm -hmm. And she just kept me in mind, had read my work, and she was just like, this guy needs to update the book. She couldn't you know, be involved with like the new edition of it. Yeah. Um, so she reached out to me after like a couple of years, like I hadn't heard from her. And so, um, so that was great. So hundred things to do in LA is like a, you know, a bucket list of the essential experiences, um, not just for visitors, but for people who live here. Um, cause when I was doing the food tours, one of the things I'd love to hear and still do is people say, I, you know, I grew up here. I, I've lived here for 20 years, 40 years. I never knew about this place, you know? So like, I want people to like rediscover and discover the city and, and sort of shake up their routines and, um, you know, just get to, get to know it and love it. Like I do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so a hundred things like sort of the essential things to do, but also like some added twists. So like, even if you've been to the Hollywood bowl, like did you know you can go to a rehearsal and no. like check it out ahead of time? Like what? fun little like tips How? like How that. Do you do that. So, um, so I th think she's a little bit with COVID, but you can oh, find yeah. out, like you call ahead, find out when the rehearsals are there. Um, so it's sort of like the space itself is kind of treated like a, I think it's considered a city park, at least like the surrounding grounds. Mm -hmm. Um, but then usually, you know, sometimes I'll have closed rehearsals, but a lot of times you can go and just like sit up in stands and hear the LA Phil rehearsing, you know, it's That's amazing. Magical. Yeah. So things like that. Yeah. Um, and then the publisher came back and said, you know, want to try this next book, um, secret Los Angeles and it's in their series. So they're the publishers based in St. Louis. They do like for different cities, they'll, they'll do these, the different series and, um, secret is just like m even more under the radar, funky, weird things like, 
just the the sculpture that you're like, what is that? Like, why is that there? And what's the story behind it? Or just funky museums that are like hidden out out of the way. Um, and, you know, I wrote it during the pandemic. So it was like really wanted to make sure there were things that were going to be there <laughs> for a long time. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Which like, you know, even with that, I, it was like places that I want to include that have been there for a you know, hundred years close. So, um, but you know, a lot of free things or just things that are accessible. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's been exciting and doing, uh, events. So I've, I did a an event recently at one of the places, um, at the Valley Relics Museum, Oh yeah, uh, which is in, in Van Nuys. And they, um, uh, it's really amazing. This guy, uh, Tommy is a Valley guy and has collected all of this, ephemera of the valley of uh, you know old neon signs and restaurants and and businesses of closed the whole um bmx history of the valley movie cars so there's like the um for fast times at ridgemont high like spicoli's van that he comes oh stumbling i saw that on of. a segment people yeah. can check that segment out on your instagram actually. yes yes thank you that yeah. was very cool um so just a really cool spot so yeah he had me uh hosted me or whatever as a um uh, a book event. So I, I gave a talk and, and did a book signing and, you know, the, the books themselves lend them, uh, lend themselves to, um, to these events. And I've done like a walking tour in Hollywood and, and, uh, the, really like they're a launching pad to totally. explore the city more. I took a really chaotic, like the dead of Hollywood type tour. And we didn't realize what we were signing up for. Okay. Like, it, I think it was like a four or five hour bus ride tour. Oh, and it was like a starline. Yeah. Like, those. but like where everyone died, like, Oh, <laughs> and, oh like a uh, dearly departed. Yes. Maybe? I think that might have been it. Yeah. I don't know. I know there's a couple of those. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it took you everywhere. And I love, so this is, I wanted to ask you, like for someone like me, kind of like a choose your own adventure type thing who loves old Hollywood, who loves like murder mysteries, haunted <sighs> things. Like yeah. we go to the magic castle a lot. Yeah. Like I like being spooked out. Totally. Okay. You know, yeah. so gotcha. where do you recommend I go eat if I want to feel like a presence? Because right. I could give you some of my spots after. Right. Okay. But I, I like feeling like old school Hollywood, like someone might have been killed in the basement. Zeros, right. comedy right. store, like stuff like that. All right. So, yeah. So we, like we touched on, on Musso and Frank as yeah. the old school spot. Um, there is a funky place. It is not in Hollywood proper, but it is like of the era. Okay. Um, and it's called The Prince. And it's down in Koreatown. Um, so it is... Um, basically just like a, a trapped in time. Um, and again, a lot of like Mad Men and movies that, that have shot there. Yeah. Um, but you go in, you wouldn't know it from the outside. It's just in this like apartment building and um, you, the Windsor, I think is the apartment building, but you go in and it's just really dark and red velvet booths yes. and like velvet, you know, wallpaper. And, <laughs> yes. um, you know, there's like a, a suit of armor standing on the door. It just ran. But then you go in and there's, it's Korean fried chicken and like other <gasps> treats and, and great bar. That's so cool. Um, so a fun little hidden spot. Um, then as far as like, well, there's spooky, not so much like the old Hollywood, but, um, like haunted places. Yeah, so I'd say like um, the uh, Mystic Museum in Burbank. Uh, it was really cool. Um, they have like a, a shop, but also a museum that you can explore. And they have um, 
rotating exhibits. So they just did a, like an evil dead exhibit. That's like interactive and you walk through the, the museum. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like a uh, collection of Ouija boards and like other sort of old haunted things. And um, that's a really fun spot. Um, you can go check out the uh, underground tours. Uh, Cartwheel arts does like underground tours in downtown LA and you can, go and just like see the old like the actual speakeasies you know we've got a lot of like speakeasy inspired kind of places but this was the actual spots where people would go and drink and you know you know like i say it was old hollywood it's it's the people uh, the stars of hollywood would go to these places so might not be in hollywood proper totally have you had any cool like celebrity run-ins because i feel like everyone that doesn't live in la loves a good celebrity story and everyone in la is like right (laughs) um yeah i've had a few because i I worked in some some film production too so yeah um what was the one uh i was talking about recently so the movie was um contraband came out a few years back okay and i worked with like as they were like developing like pre pre pre-filming um and it was with mark Wahlberg, so fellow uh bostonian there uh kate beckinsale and uh giovanna rabisi and apologies to the rest of the cast i can't remember but um it was just like a uh, you know just a fun experience because it was really intimate as they were prepping for filming Mm -hmm. and um I, you know, as a PA, so I had to, to get lunches for everybody. So fun. And so fun. Love <laughs> taking to do that order. Too. Oh, yeah. Um, but it, it becomes like the most important job of the day. Yeah. That could like make or break someone's day. Oh, and totally. Because everyone's kind of like miserable waiting around on set. And like the thing you look forward to is your lunch. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, you come in, cheer everybody up. Um, yeah. But yeah, I remember asking, asked everybody, like, Giovanni Rubisi was particularly friendly. Like, he was really, really nice. Oh. Um, and uh but mark Wahlberg, he was like he was like no no i'm good i'm good i don't need anything and i was like okay and then um e who like those that watched entourage like the real Kevin life Connelly. E, yeah so he like came back around to me he was like he was like oh mark will have a you know turkey club or whatever it was and uh you know but it was like he him he himself couldn't like do it wasn't no, a yeah, yeah. he was like no i'm good i'm good don't worry about it <laughs> i need to like eat. mark will have yeah <laughs> um, we know he'll want it later right totally <laughs> let's do it um oh and another quick fun one was um uh i worked on a film called the god uh so like, the godfather the last, wow have you heard of this film <laughs> no it's the last the last godfather okay um, it was actually like my first job i moved out here Aww. and um it was actually a, a like a korean film um this character is sort of like a Mr. Bean in, in Korea and, uh, Harvey Keitel. Oh, of course. Uh, so it was small set. Initially, um, I was hired to be Harvey's driver. Um, but then there was like, whatever, some logistics. I wound up being, uh, at least for a time, Michael Raspoli's driver. He was uh, my Sopranos. acting teacher oh, in cool. New York. There you go. Oh, small world. Steven and I Sweet both- guy. Bought me a donut on the way to work. Speaking of donuts. Oh, hey yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. He's a great uh, one. Really nice guy. Yes. Um, and, uh, and, and Harvey can I tell, uh, didn't have too much interaction with him, but, um, at one point I had to also go and get some like, you know, groceries or whatever for his trailer. 
and they gave me this list of, of things to get him. And, uh, I was like, all right, well, we're in kind of the middle of nowhere. Like, and it was a kind of a fancy list of things, mm. like things you find at Whole Foods, but we were nowhere near Whole Foods. Oh, um, so yeah. I did my best. I couldn't find like the exact Greek yogurt that, you know, is requested or whatever. Um, but I got, you know, most of it. And then we, uh, I brought it back and, you know, gave it to the, the person who's sort of like in charge of the trailer. Yeah. And they were like, um, they're like, where's the, the San Pellegrino? And I was like, oh, they didn't have any, you know, so I got Perrier. Oh no. no. Perrier. No, no, no. no. He, Harvey doesn't like Perrier. The, the bubbles are too big. <laughs> I was like, what? And you know, I'm, you know, Harvey, if you're listening, um, I don't know that it's necessarily you think the bubbles are too big, but like, I feel like it's one of those things that gets passed down. Like yeah. if you have someone getting your groceries for you, like you take it as like, totally. oh yeah, yeah, no, no, we don't get that. Yeah. You know? So he might not care. I don't know. That's so funny. Harvey, I hear is a big, where should we eat fan? I thought so. Um, <laughs> I get it though. I, I do notice a difference in bubbles. Pellegrino. I actually offered Danny a Pellegrino when he came in, but then we That's went true. high noon. We bypassed yeah. the Pellegrino. Yeah. We went straight for the high noons. Um, I saw that you were just at Forest Lawn. Yes. Yeah. Was that like a spot people should go to? Like, I, I feel like I've been there. It was kind of like chilling and cool. Or do right. you recommend going to the, which is it the Hollywood Cemetery where everyone can like watch movies? Right, like, right. Which one do you recommend? Very different experiences. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say like if you are a, you know, big fan of like just old Hollywood uh, stars, um, I would say oh, both, but yeah. but go to go to Forest Lawn and knowing that it's like it is a just like a very peaceful, yes. uh, beautiful. It's a huge, it's like three hundred acres. Um, but go like do a little research or go with someone who knows where to go because it's so spread out, totally. and you're like, oh, I don't know who's where and whatever. So yeah, like Walt Disney's uh, grave is there, um, and a lot of other like classic, you know old yeah. Hollywood. So yeah, I think that's like a just amazing experience. Hollywood Forever Cemetery, like you got to go, you go for Cinespia and you see the movies yeah. and like, you know, maybe get there early. I saw Barbarella there, there. Oh, fun. That was fun. That's great. so like campy, like people are dressed up. Totally. Oh man. I love, yeah. I love getting dressed up. Um, yeah, I think one of the, my wife and I, we went for one of our first dates and it was like Purple Rain. Ooh, that's um, good. But yeah, we just love like getting dressed up. and. That's a good date spot. That was something I was going to ask you. Like, what do you recommend totally. for someone that may be new to LA or like mm -hmm. visiting? Like, where do you take someone out to not like impress them where it's like you're going to like the most expensive restaurant in Beverly Hills? Like not necessarily that. But right. like something that's like cool when you're getting to know someone. Sure. Um yeah, definitely going to Cinespia because, you know, you pack a picnic and, you know, time beforehand to kind of chat and then, like, yeah, you know, watch a movie and it's it's fun. You had something to talk about. Yeah. Um, comedy clubs. Comedy clubs. It's a great one. Yeah. Uh, Magic Castle, if you can swing it. It's a little bit of a splurge, so maybe not a first date. But you can also go there and just experience it and order. Like, I ordered, like, shrimp cocktail at the bar. Like, you can get snacks at the bar. Right. So you right. don't necessarily – I think you have to know someone yeah. to get yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, you do. But Although you I did around. just hear it was bought by a gamer. Crazy. Yeah, so they're like changing everything up. Oh apparently. man, yeah. I read the whole history of it. It's really fun. Like, it used to be an old Victorian mansion that was going to be torn down. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah, tell us wild. more. Yeah, it was. Um, I wish I remember the, the name of the guy, but he was. Um, it was uh, built when you know 
Hollywood wasn't Hollywood yet. Like it, all the filming was all either downtown or where now like Silver Lake, Edendale, um, where the studios. And so Hollywood was just like citrus groves and, you know, some random like mansions and things like that. No meth zombies. No. Oh. <laughs> um, and so, but you know, over time it like came run down and it was turned into like just apartment units, just kind of like they covered up all this amazing architecture. Um, but this guy who worked in TV and I can't think of his name right now, but um, he had his eye on it because he'd always see it as he went to work. Yeah. And um, eventually it was he was a magician and like really wanted a, a home for the Magician's Academy. <gasps> so he with others like bought it and then like stripped back all the junk that had been added. And then as other mansions were being torn down, because there was kind of period like when like Bunker Hill used to have all these mansions on it, mm -hmm. um, as they were getting torn down, they would like save a lot of the architectural features and move them to the Magic Castle and add some like, you know, Hollywood, <gasps> like fun set dressing oh my decorations, everything. Um, so, yeah, it's fine. It's like if you can read up a little bit on it before going, there's just... There's little secrets like everywhere you look, every little. Oh, that's, that's what I want to do because I feel like I'm always like looking around and really curious, but like I need to do some research actually before I go. Yeah, actually, it is fun. You're sitting in a place that used to be owned by a former magician at the Magic oh, Castle. Very cool. Yes, yes. Love his it. wife is still the owner. Um, so that's whenever cool. I go in there, I'm like, hey, Billy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Hi, Billy, if you're here spirit wise. Love it. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Sorry, I cut you off. No, it's all right. Um, so yeah, so I think that, that was kind of the general idea. Like they just, they revived it and made it this amazing place to go. And they're just, um, and they've built it out. Like it, I didn't, you don't kind of realize it once you're in there, but mm -hmm. like half of the theaters that you go to are in actually a parking structure. So really? they built, it was like the Victorian mansion wasn't big enough. And as they expanded, they had to like build it out into the neighboring parking structure that's so but cool. they make it look like you would have no idea because they make it look like you're still in this old you know victorian mansion i did the first comedy show back i did was actually in the parking lot of the magic castle oh funny yeah they built like a stage oh fun yeah i love like hidden comedy shows like that like they used to do i don't know if they still do it like best fish tacos and ensenada over I don't in know. los feliz um they used to just like on the outside there. And there was also like a Chinese restaurant up the street that had like a little theater upstairs. I think COVID kind of like probably did away with some I of mean, these. I mean, we'll perform anywhere. Yeah. It's, there you go. It's sad. Uh, Groundlings. Groundlings is another fun, could be a fun like. That's a good date night out. Night, you yeah. Know? And there's a lot of good restaurants on Melrose right around there. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I hope Melrose comes back. I feel like it's having like a resurgence. I worked yeah. on Melrose for years oh, nice. and I felt like it, it got a little sketch. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel like I think it's, that it's working back. It's reviving. Yeah. Um, okay. Before, before I let you go, I mean, I could, we could do like a part two, a part three, like totally. we could do like all the tours. Um, I just want to know, like your book is like the top 100 things you should do in LA before you die for someone like me who might be leaving LA. Like, what do you recommend? Like, I've lived here almost 15 years. Right. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you're like, okay, you have to do this hmm. before you leave Los Angeles? Yeah. You know, like, I feel like there's so many things that pop up or that we have done or that I forget about even. Like, right. I always forget about, like, the Dresden or, like, yes. just random places in Los Feliz. And, totally. I, you know. 
Um, oh, the Dresden is so great. Um, it's so fun. I know. Sadly, Marty of Marty and Elaine passed uh, away. Um, but this, I think that. she is still going to continue okay. playing music there. But yeah, that's just like a, there's a classic spot. Totally. Um, our little doms. Little doms. Yeah. I guess uh, these are more trendy spots now. Yeah. They're not right. like hidden gems. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say just as like experiences go, um, I would recommend Sunset Ranch for horseback riding mm. into Griffith Park where Ooh. you can see the Hollywood sign kind of just like, you know, get a different perspective on and different view of the city. Okay. I feel like that would be uh, definitely a worthwhile. That's a good one. Adventure. Yeah. I love that. Um, is there anything that you want to cover now next, like in your next book? Sure. Yeah. So I am yeah, working on the, the third book. Um, yeah. So this one will be called Scavenger L.A., and it's going to be a scavenger hunt um, across the whole city. Oh, my God. I love that. Um, so broken up by neighborhood. Okay. And um, there'll be a range of, of um, landmarks for each neighborhood that you have to find. And there'll be a, a photo that I've taken. And it'll be just like a fraction of the photo. So you kind of like don't quite see exactly what it is. Got to figure out. And then I'll write a four-line poem, uh, rhyming couplets. So bring back the, the Shakespeare the there. Shakespeare. Um, <laughs> to give you a clue as yeah. to what the place is. So you've got to do your little treasure hunt around the city and, and find all these cool spots. That's so fun because I feel like the number one question, like my husband and I ask each other is where should we eat? Well, at least now this will give an activity exactly. to yeah. things that, especially for people visiting or people that live here, right. like we need something to do. Absolutely. And it's all, uh, walking. So I've like have to map it out so you can walk to all these places which, you know, is sort of the, the old adage is like nobody walks in L.A., yeah. but um, but there are so many great places where you can walk and it gives you the chance to really explore the city and see it from a new perspective. Well, normally I would ask you what your biggest like food flex is, either like your favorite meal that you make or like favorite meal you've had somewhere. But again, I feel like your biggest food flex is just your Instagram. Right. You're an incredible food photographer. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so unless there's something that you want to shout out food wise that we haven't covered, I will ask you about your your favorite tip. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to mention like um, a couple of spots maybe yeah you know, other spots to recommend yes. um so in our neighborhood i live in mar vista um a lot of great spots there i'd say just go check out mar vista in general mm -hmm. um but there's kia dine which is a great oaxacan spot rasselbach is a great german beer bar okay. um the tavern at mar vista great like greek uh, food. Ooh, like Taverna Tony's um, only Marvist. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's like, you know, just kind of shout out to my, my neighborhood there. Um, and, um, trying to think another like fun spot to check out. I haven't mentioned, um, is there any new spot that you want to check out? Like, I really want to go to Mother Wolf. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, I haven't either. I'd like to check it out. Keep seeing a lot of good pictures, good Italian food. I also keep seeing pictures of, like, Chrissy Teigen there. Right. Um, right. <laughs> I'm like, well, if Chrissy likes it, yeah. will I be canceled for saying that? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, I can't keep track. <laughs> I can't keep track. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's terrible. Um, no, I, I feel like Mother Wolf is one that I definitely want to try to get to. Pizzana, I know I'm way late to the game. I haven't been there. And Burger, she wrote. Is there anywhere that you want to go? Right. Um, oh, goodness. 
Draw blank now. My LA staples too, like my favorite. I don't even think I can go there anymore unless you're like a member. Like my favorite burger and bouillonnaise in LA was at Chateau Marmont. Like those are my two favorite things to get there. Yeah. Just so good. My favorite meatballs were Capo in Santa Monica. Have you been there? Nice. No. (gasps) Capo. Oh my gosh. You walk in and there's always just cool people. Love it. Like the first time we went, Joe Torrey was sitting at the bar fun you know yeah. and then al pacino sat next to us one night and i literally just felt like i was in like any given sunday for Amazing. like two hours like right. it was just him like giving us a speech that's great yeah that's um, a good hidden gem yeah one uh well one of our favorite spots is um over in westwood sunan um uh, sunan cafe is um just excellent lebanese food and uh, just got to get the Lebna and the Bob Ganoush. Oh my it's gosh. Amazing. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. All right. So here at Where Should We Eat, tips are appreciated. <laughs> so Danny, I want to know, do you have any like number one tip or just quote or saying anything that you can just give to the Paisans? Yeah. I would say talk to strangers, um, you know, just to like ask people, like, I feel like, you know, just to find out if you're like new to a neighborhood or, or just kind of exploring a bit, um, you know, just to, to find out what people's, you know, recommendations are. Totally. Um, I think we're all like, you know, very reliant to look up like what's the, you know, I mean, I'm a writer of these lists, but like, you never know, like you're going to find out someplace that someone goes to every Sunday and you mm-hmm. can't miss it. And, um, so yeah, talk to strangers, um, you know, I guess like take the long way around, you know, explore, like it's easy to hop on the freeway, but like take surface streets, like yeah. just kind of explore. I know like having lived in New York, you're, you're more inclined to like walk around and I stumble upon things. Lost, yeah. But know? here it's a little harder. It's yeah. a little more spread out. <laughs> but I think if you just kind of, you know, take surface streets, explore a little bit, look around more, um, and just be willing to like like willing to fail maybe is part of it because it's like you might like pick a a spot and like you know i even have this where i'm like it's got to be the best place you know i want to have like the best meal or whatever like but like you know if there's uncertainty about a place like it might be you know so so but it might be amazing but you got to take that risk. Yeah. Totally. You got to you got to find out for yourself. Yeah. And it's hard because believe me, I feel like every time I go out to dinner, it's four times more expensive than it used to be. Yeah. You totally. know, so I get not wanting to fail. Right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. You want to do a little, do a little research. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, it's about the company and about like just having a good time. So Absolutely. yes, be willing to fail and make the best of it, no matter if the food is good or bad. Right. Exactly. No, I love that. Well, I loved having you here. We have to come back. I feel like yeah. you should be like a correspondent every week. I would love that. You're like, awesome. I'll send you um, my writer and um, <laughs> <laughs> my manager's info. Um, pimp yourself out. Tell the Paisans where they can find you. Sure, yeah. So uh, you can grab um, my books. They're they're at bookstores, but um, you can order them directly from me and get them signed by the author. Uh, my website is secretlosangelesbook.com. And you can follow me on Instagram. Um, so it's Danny S. Jensen, J-E-N-S-E-N. And uh, Secret Los Angeles Book is also the... Uh, Instagram handles. So, um, oh my gosh. yeah, follow along for the adventures. If you got recommendations, let me know. 
I love that. Yeah. I, I feel like I have a whole list. I'm going to the Prince. That was like the most exciting yeah, one for that me. That was a fun one. Thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. I am going to follow up and let you know how we liked it. Please um, do. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this was great. Um, and Paisans, thank you for listening. Uh, you can check me out at Jacqueline Marfuji on all the socials. Please message, rate, review, share with your friends. And I hope you guys have a great day. Ciao. Bye. Bye.